All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is the co-founder of WetShaveClub.com, Rohan Jilks. Rohan, thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me, sir. So before we start getting full bore into what you've done with Wet Shave Club, which I think is a really interesting story, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background. Sure, sure. Um, my background, funny enough, is in accounting. I've been a, a, an accountant before I started building businesses online, um, probably for like 10 years. And then um, I just, um, you know, like many people, felt the urge to control my own life a little bit more and, and find a way to work for, for myself. And I started, um, you know, hanging around the Internet blogs and so where I could learn about Internet marketing. And um, and that's kind of how I got into trying to build, build businesses online. Well, I know the uh, Internet marketing skills had to play a role in the success you found with Wet Shave Club, uh, considering... Well, I'll just let you tell us how did you get started with Wet Shave Club, and, and you know, talk about the, the very beginning and the decision to, to actually acquire this uh, company from somebody who wasn't having that kind of success with it. Okay, sure, sure. So Wet Shave Club was started by someone else about six months before we heard about the business. Um, we were, you know, I was just on Reddit hanging around and. I saw a thread where this guy wanted to sell it. He had been doing it for some time, and he had gotten it up to about $300 per month, and he wanted to sell it because it really was not um, kind of paying off based on um, the effort he was putting into it. So, you know, I reached out to him. I figured $300 per month, and we could probably do something about, you know, uh, come up with some multiple, and we ended up purchasing, you know, I ended up purchasing Wet Shave Club for $4,000 that same week, um, uh, probably like two days after we started talking. Um, so he turned over the website to me, and and we got going. Um, he hung around for one month just to help us with the transition, but beyond that, kind of was on our own to figure it out, and um, that's what kind of led me to this point, yeah. Okay, so four thousand dollars. You had a twelve. Mm-hmm. You you basically acquired the domain and the twelve or so folks that were his clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and that took place uh, not what a, just a little over a year ago, basically. Yep, um, just a little bit over a year ago. We we officially um, kind of opened the doors on our end um, the beginning of May of May of last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So mm-hmm. you opened a little less than a year ago. You, mm-hmm. you basically, you know, spent four thousand dollars to acquire the domain and some of the customers, the, the few customers mm-hmm. that he had, basically. Yeah. And now let's fast forward to where we are today. And, and before we do that, how many people are working with you on this? Um, so yeah, so right now, um, so I partnered with um, a, another guy I met from Reddit. Um, his name is Kevin Piera. And um, and then we hired now, we have um, three employees. Okay. So it's a total of five people, including myself. Total of five people, and you bought it for 4000 It's been right about a little less than a year. 
you, mm-hmm. you, you inherited 12 customers and about $300 in monthly income because it's mm-hmm. a subscription-based company. But right. where are you today with it? Sure. Um, so we're going to end um, um, this month, which really would be the end of our first year, at uh, around $350,000 in revenue and um, a little bit over 1,500 uh, customers, 1,500 subscribers. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, you you really started out with next to nothing, and mm-hmm. luckily you didn't have to spend a lot to get started, or at least at least mm-hmm. to get the name of the business and, and a few customers under your belt. Uh, mm-hmm. But within a year's time, you you've grown it, but and there's five people involved, and you've grown it to about three hundred and fifty thousand, uh, which mm-hmm. is really really impressive. And fifteen hundred uh, customers who are paying a monthly subscription fee, right? That is correct. That is correct. And, and that's, that's kind of the best deal and one of the most awesome things about subscription boxes is really, at the end of the day, it's really e-commerce still, except that it's an e-commerce where this person is is committed to essentially shop with you every single month. So it, it's a perfect deal. Okay, so let's let's break this down a little bit here because, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I, this is really impressive what you've done. Um, the, okay. let's, but let's look at it from what did you do? What were some of the, the important things that you had to do at mm-hmm. the very beginning to get potential customers on board, to, to get yeah. them to see the value you guys had, and then to, to go ahead and, and sign on the line? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So um, what I'd like to start with, um, if I'm you know, looking at, at a company or looking at um, doing transactions online is our branding. So when a customer comes to your website, they then make a decision like pretty quickly on if they feel comfortable enough or if they're motivated enough or if um, there's some emotional connection that is deep enough that would persuade them to pull up the credit card and do business with you. And that begins with your branding. So the first thing we did was you know, take a look at how the website was branded, like how it looked, the copywriting, the whole deal, and completely rehash that. So we re- redesigned the website to make it, you know, a little bit more friendly and speak speak more clearly to the customer. Changed a few colors, um, redid the copywriting to to kind of connect a little bit better, and also we re- redesigned the box as well. Um, uh, and we also um, expanded the product line just a bit and raised prices. <laughs> we raised prices by almost three times. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that was kind of the first the first things we kind of um, completely redid um, to get things moving. Uh huh. So now, once you kind of did that, what? How how long did it take for you know? the subscription numbers to start really you know, moving up and up and up. Yeah. So I I would say probably it took another two months or so because, um, you know, like tra- traffic was still, was so low. So the site was branded better at this point. We had increased our conversion rates almost by double. So, you know, we, we were in a good position now where all we had to do was um, – figure out how to drive as much traffic as possible to the website. And um, and that's where we started, um, you know, working on traffic. Um, and, you know, there, there's quite a bit that we did there that, you know, I'm, I'll be happy to go into. 
Yep. So let's let's talk about that. So uh, you needed. You, what were your conversion rates at the beginning? Because you said they doubled. So can you give us like a ballpark of where they were and where they where they've gone to? Yeah. Sure. So we started um, a, very close to 1.5 percent conversions, and we ended up um, just a little bit over three percent conversions. So okay. um, for every 100 people that come to the website. We can expect three of them to sign up now for our service, which, which is kind of where you want to be um, for a regular e-commerce store, mm-hmm. and it's it's very good for a subscription box because the subscription box um, offer requires that customer to to sign up on a recurring basis. So you would typically see that conversion rate for re- recurring. People um, for recurring sites will be slightly lower than the conversion rates for just one-off purchases. So we're, you know, we kind of end up in, in in a pretty good space. Well, so let's talk a little bit about uh, one or two of the things that you did to mm-hmm. get the traffic up. Uh, talk mm-hmm. about the role of things like YouTube and mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook, and and that aspect of building uh, traffic to your site. Sure, absolutely. Um, I, I'll say like like before we got to social media, which is um you know YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, which you know turned out to be super important. We spent some time going after people that were influencers. So um, they they actually existed on you know YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. So that helped. But our main focus was to say, let's find the people in the wet shaving community that have the biggest following and let's get a box of our new branded product in their hands. So if you were some person that you led a forum or you had a couple thousand Instagram followers or a couple thousand YouTube subscribers and you talked about wet shaving, we just sent you a box, sent you a box. And um, so, you know, that box may cost us like 10 bucks, but then um, based on all the people that would see it and people that trust this person's um, recommendations, we were then able to um, get a boost in subscribers right away by just reaching out to these influencers. Um, and with that, uh, we then turned to social, so just regular social media folks that, um, you know, people that we could follow and they would follow us back and we would start a conversation and, you know, really get our brand out there. We would run contests as well. We ran contests where in order to enter the contest, you would have to tweet about us or you will have to send a message on Instagram or something or you have to email friends. So basically we were able to leverage people that were interested in wet shaving and have them share our experience um, with their friends and, and, and their community. And, and that's kind of the main thing that kind of wraps up traffic for us. Okay, very good. Yeah. So you, you, you had that all planned, but you also had a, a pretty active blog. Where What role did your blog play in to getting that traffic up and helping to convert those folks? Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we ended up doing um, a video blog because for us, we think that, um, you know, if you have a product that presents really, really well, that is, like, beautifully designed or, you know, something that is just visually appealing, if you can um, present that with, like, plenty of pictures or video as possible, it's going to do well. So we started a video blog, and what that would do is, you know, we would 
posts, um, the manufacturers' videos of people that were in the box. We would post reviews of our box as well. And, um, and we would post that on social media. But people would have to come back to, to our blog to watch it. And while they were on our blog, they would have a pop-up that would offer them like 5% discount or something in exchange for their emails. And so we gathered, you know, over time, thousands of emails of people that even if they did not sign up right away, we could remarket to them over and over again. Oh, um, Father's Day is coming up. Here's a discount code. You know, maybe you can get a box for your father. Or, you know, um, somebody's birthday is coming up. Or Christmas. We did crazy numbers during um, um, Christmas period um, just by contacting all these people that we collected their emails and send them discount codes or send them some type of offer. So the blog was really, really important for us to collect email addresses. Yep. And so you did all these different things to drive mm-hmm. your traffic up. So how did it work? How where where are you at today with your traffic? Yeah. So we're we're um we're good. Like we on on any given day, we're probably doing um which you know may not be up here like huge numbers for a lot of people. We're we're probably at about a thousand visitors per day now. Um, so like our Alexa, you know, for people that follow Alexa rankings is probably a um a little over two hundred thousand. Um okay. which is, you know, great for a small niche site like ours. Um and um and and you know, we were we were able to convert like we were able to convert people at a pretty high clip mm-hmm. and people stay on for a long time. Um and and because we have recurring revenue, we can also have a higher customer acquisition cost. So, um, like for a one-time sale on a store, you can't afford to lose money on, on on a sale. But for us, we could almost lose money on the first box and make that back in month two, and month three, and month four, and month five, and so on. Right. So, yeah. So so that then allowed us to go into like you know Facebook advertising and go into AdWords and retargeting and actually spend some money to acquire customers after we did all this other free stuff. Okay, this is good. Uh, I got one uh, before we uh, – I got to ask you about the whole, you know, keeping a customer thing. Uh, but before mm-hmm. I do that, I wanted to ask, where did did you do uh, uh, any significant amount of uh, effort around email marketing as part of this mix as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So with – you know, like so, so, so we use the blog to gather these emails, and we also use um, a pop-up on Wet Shave Club as well that gives people an instant ten percent discount off their first box. So people would enter their email, get the discount, and then they're like, mm, "Maybe I'm not ready right now," but we have their email, so then we can follow up. We can um, send them like you know regular blog posts, send them posts just to say hi. And also include a discount code, another one as well. So, we, so email marketing was also very important. After we gathered all these emails, um, and 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 we were able to follow up and actually, you know, ha- make some transactions happen from that pool of emails. Super, super important stuff. Yeah. Very good. So mm-hmm. you, you went through a number of activities you did to kind of find or have the make it easy for customers to find you. Mm-hmm. And then you talked a little bit about, you know, getting them on board with your conversion. Mm-hmm. But 
talk about the importance of keeping them. You know, as you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, you could almost lose money off of the initial uh, first thing they buy because it is a subscription business. But talk a little bit about uh, what you do to keep them you know, mm-hmm. subscribed and the role of customer service in keeping your customers happy. Absolutely. Now, and and a super question because that this at this point is where the money is really made, right? So especially with subscription box services, like you 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 look at the value of the business based on how long you can keep that customer, like and and, and how long you can keep that customer times how much money you can make per period, and then for us the period is one month. Would kind of give you like you know that the, the value of that customer to your business. So for us, we we pay special attention to um, creating a community around our product. So instead of just getting a box every month, we want to create a community. So what we did uh, first on the customer service side, you know, we have like online chat. If they have any problems, they come to the website, they chat instantly. We 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 decided against telephones just because it introduces a few more difficulties. So we went with online chat. And we're able to, like, you know, solve problems for customers instantly on the website. So that's on the customer service side. But on the community side, and this is where we really um, are are making um, customers stay on for a longer time. We we started like a Facebook private group for our customers. It's called uh, the Wet Shave Lounge, and so that all of our customers is almost like a VIP um, focus group where, you know, we, we will post new products before they're released. We will get um, feedback on um, past boxes. We, we could kind of see, like, the sense that people like, the sense that people don't like, and really, really, really get to know our members as, as well as we can. And that allows us to, you know, build, like, deeper relationships and um, have folks stay with us much longer. And so say we make a mistake, which can happen. We can make a mistake in shipping or, or whatever else. We, by building those deep relationships, we, we, um, it allows us to come back from those mistakes. Like we're not going to get punished or crucified if something goes wrong or if a product isn't as good as the customer expects because we build a, a deep relationship and, and, and we're forgiven and we find a way to make it right in the next month. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, I think... The two most important things, and those are the things that, that, that you already touched on, I think it's super important. Um, customer service keeps people on for a longer time. And two, building a community around your product really helps to keep people on for a longer time as well. And that's how you can increase the value of your um, of a business of this type. We had a great conversation with Rohan Jilts from uh, Wet Shave. Uh, where can they learn more about you guys? And, you know, quite honestly, I hadn't heard about you before, uh, right. but I'm glad I did. So where can people learn more? Sure. Um, they could, you know, definitely check us out at wetshaveclub.com. Um, I can be reached personally at rohan at wetshaveclub.com. And we also have uh, a Facebook group where we kind of talk business at – um, Groove Learning. That's Facebook.com. Um, Groove Learning, and that's where we hang out and talk business and exchange internet marketing ideas and so on. Uh, and that's that's the deal. It's been a fun journey. <laughs>
Yeah.